Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Purple Haired Mom with the Purple Haired Podcast. Today I'm coming to you from more of a solemn place. Um, This is a serious episode because there's certain things out there that you never think would happen to you, and they do. And it never fails to floor you. So... I know everybody knows about this, the social injustice happenings that are going on in our world right now, mostly going on in our country right now, where it's been demonized to be of color. It is, you have people that are calling cops on black people for doing everyday things for the strangest things you have people using their Caucasian race as a weapon of sorts. And when, and by no means am I saying this about all white people. I myself am biracial. I'm of mixed race. I have, uh, my mother's side of the family is white. My dad's side of the family is black. Um, my children look Caucasian. So we have a very melting pot oriented family. Um, So today I dropped my son off at school. Oh, I'm sorry, not at school, at work. Uh, He had to work today. Um, I'm not going to disclose where he works because the manager, the head manager of this place is dealing with the issue. Um, He is a good man and he is dealing with said issue. There is a manager there, lower level manager, who my son has had issues with over past several months. This just started happening and we don't know why. Um, Certain things have happened, like she's taken money from his drawer to change it out Um, which is when the manager comes and gets a larger bill, takes it to the safe, changes it out for smaller bills, and then brings the smaller bills back to the drawer. Well, she has taken the larger bill out, taken it back, and then never brought back the change. So when his drawer was counted out, it looked like it was $100 short. That could have been detrimental to my son because that could have looked like he was stealing. Luckily, um... One of the other managers on duty that he's, my son is very well liked there. He's a hard worker. He is, he comes in when they need somebody. Um, he stays late. He comes in early. If he's off, he has given up days off. Uh, he actually only had one day off this week and that was his birthday. Um, because he came in on his other day off to help out. So... You know, we've had issues where she has messed with his drawer for him to be short. She's hidden money in his drawer. Um, She continuously has told him to start working. And not just him, but there's other people that she's actually done this particular thing to, where she will tell them to start working before clocking in. Um, These are all minors, by the way. All minors, all under the age of 18, all still in school. And she's telling them not to clock in, but to start working. And 
that's that's not that's not legal and it's not ethically correct so I dropped my son off at work today and he's barely there an hour when he calls me and he says I need you to come pick me up and I said why he said she's telling me to clock out because I moved a screen so I could see what I needed to make and she got mad at me for moving the screen and when she asked me why I moved it I told her I needed to make I needed to see what I was making and she got an attitude started yelling about this is what we're making this is what you need to do oh you know what if you have a problem with it you can just clock out and leave and said she was writing him up for being insubordinate there's a big difference between explaining yourself, defending yourself, and being insubordinate. So he tells me to come get her, if I can come get him. And I told him, I am going to say something to her this time, because this has to stop. Before I even did that, I sent a message to the head manager, the store manager, and let him know the situation, because I wanted him to know I, I, I didn't want her trying to spin the situation which he knows that there's been some issues so you know I wanted to let him know first off what had happened so I let him know and I let him know I am going to say something to her I have held my tongue and I have not said anything to her for the other things that she's done but I'm going to say something now so I go to pick him up I tell him to wait in the car and I walk into the store and I stand there and wait one of his friends comes up to me and thinking I'm a customer and he goes oh okay you're waiting for her yes so he knows I'm waiting didn't say anything didn't tell her to hurry up didn't tell her come on I need to go come on let's get this let's hash this out I just stood there quietly and waited and she acknowledged me and said I'll be right there but I got time. I stood back and waited. There were no customers inside the store at this point. There were people coming through the drive-thru, but there was no customers in the store. So I wait, and she comes up to me, already defensive. And I said, well, I am his mother. I'm Josh's mother. And she says, I know. I said, I don't understand what the personal vendetta is that you have against him, but it has to stop. If you have something personal going on, then please leave it at the door. My son has nothing to do with that. You're the only person that has any issues with him, and it's always some grand thing that you have going on. It needs to stop. She then tells me it's not my concern. No, it is my concern when it's my 17-year-old son. It is my concern when he's telling me that, you know, all of this is going on. It is my concern. So I tell her, I don't know what she, whatever happened, whatever's going on, she needs to fix it and she needs to leave it at the door because I will not have my son treated like this. He comes in, he helps. He's covered her several times when she's left early. He's covered other people when they've not come in at that point she tells me she doesn't ask me to leave she backs away from me 
and said, uh, you know, because I said, you threatened to write him up. You told him you're writing him up for insubordination. I said, that's not insubordination. Insubordination is a very serious thing to write somebody up for. I said, I've let, I told her I let the store manager know and the store manager will be letting the regional manager know. And she says, good, good. Well, maybe he'll deal with him. I said, no, he's going to be dealing with you. I said, do not be surprised if you get written up for this because this is not right. Where she starts, oh, I'll write you up. I'll write you up. And I said, you can't write me up. I don't work here. I said, and you can't write my son up for this conversation because he didn't ask me to do this. I came in here as a mother because this is not right what you're doing. And she backs away from me. And tells me she's at that point going to call 911 because I threatened her. You could have heard a pin drop in this store. The other people that work at that store, they know me. Uh, I've actually helped one of them out um, in a situation. And you just saw all of them stop and look at her. And I said, what are you calling 911 for? That's an emergency call. Where did I threaten you? And she says, I'm white. I'm white. You're threatening me. I'm calling 911. When I say that I was enraged, I kept it cool. But inside, I don't know if any of you guys have watched the movie Clue. There's a point in time when uh, Madeline Kahn does her, her character, Mrs. White, says, flames, flames on the side of my face. I could feel them, the flames on the side of my face. And at that point, I could feel flames on the side of my face because I literally stood there and looked at her. And so did the other people. Like Everything stopped in the store. And I'm like, this woman has just threatened to use the police as a weapon against me because I wanted to know why she had a problem with my son. I didn't come in there screaming, hollering, cussing people out, calling people out of their names. Never did anything like that. I waited for her patiently. I spoke to her in the store. I didn't call her over to a corner where I could cuss her out. I made sure that I was where witnesses could hear me. Witnesses could see me. And this woman threatened to call, not call the police, not call, call the local police. And, and there was no, no mention of trespass or anything. You know, there was nothing like that. She went straight to, she is going to call 911 because I'm threatening her. She's white and I'm threatening her. These words came out of her mouth. I I don't even know what to say, you guys. I really don't. I don't even know what to say. Because I see all of these videos of people that have dealt with this and I 
I, I always was, I, I never really thought that it would happen to me because it's like, okay, I don't put myself in these weird positions, you know, or these controversial positions or, you know, I, I don't, I don't really leave my house that much. I work from home. Everything I do is mostly at my house. So it's not like I go, I I'm out all over the place. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm out doing, you know, I, I don't put myself in front of too many people, you know, for this to happen. And I, I let, you know, I told her, I said, I, I said, you're threatening to call 911 because you're white and I'm black. And I think at that point she realized what she said and who she said it in front of because two of the employees that were there are young black men and their faces said it all. She said, I, I don't care. I'm white. I, I, I'm green. I'm purple. I, I, I don't care. I, I'm, call, I'm calling the police. And I said, you don't have to. I'm leaving. I'm taking my son home. And I'm calling your manager who is contacting your regional manager. Come to find out that two of the two young men that were working, one of them wasn't even supposed to be there working until three o'clock and it was 12 and she had him working off the clock. The other young man had been there since 10 and had still not been allowed to clock in yet. She had them working for free. Yet the one white girl that was there was clocked in. The other white woman that was in the first window was clocked in, but the other two were not allowed to clock in. And she's done this to my son as well, told her, luckily there was another manager when she did it to my son. And she said, don't worry, I'll fix it. And she did. But that woman wasn't there today. So I said, I, I told her, you don't even have to. I'm taking my son home. I'm walking away from you because I'm the bigger person. But you cannot undo what you've just done. Because there was no way I was going to stand there and try to argue with a lady who has that mindset. Because if you're willing to say that you're going to call 911 because you're claiming I threatened you. What else? Then that means you have no problems with a police officer possibly doing something to me in front of my child. I'm floored. Like I said, you don't expect it to happen. And there's so many people that will tell you, oh, racism is all in your heads. Racism is all in your head. It's not, it's not real. It's not real. It's very real. It's very real and it's very much here. Because if it wasn't real, then why do we have entitled people, entitled white people, calling the police on people of color for doing nothing. She told me that I was ghetto. 
that I had a ghetto attitude. She told me that she was calling the police because she's white and I'm threatening her. When there were several witnesses that already know that I didn't. You know, and it, it floors me because I see, I didn't bring my phone in or anything like that or have video going. I didn't need to. The store has video. So the store has video. The store has video of everything that happened. And there are witnesses to what was said. So I don't need my phone. I didn't bring that in because the way I look at it is if I would have come in there with my phone recording, that shows that I'm looking for a fight. And I wasn't looking for a fight. I was looking for an explanation because I let this go on and on and on and on over the last several months. And this was kind of the breaking point. And it was, okay, what, why do you have a problem with my son? My son is... I know I might sound biased, but my son is actually a very well-mannered young man. He's, he says, please, thank you, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir. He has a very good work ethic. He comes in to work, not to play around. He's been asked by his manager, can you come, you know, by the head manager, hey, can you come in early on this day? Hey, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And he said, you know, oh, I forgot to schedule somebody at 9. Can you come in at 9 instead of 11? Sure, I'll be there. Hey, we need somebody to cover this shift. Can you work from uh, 11 to 3 today? I know it's your day off. Sure, I'll be there. Every time. The only time that he, he's called off twice in the almost year that he's worked there. One time was because he was, he was sick and he didn't want to go to work sick. He, uh, it wasn't anything big, but it, you know, he didn't want to take a chance and come in. And then the other time was because he had hurt his knee. Um, and he didn't think he could stand on it. So we got him a knee brace and he's been okay ever since, but it's the only time in two years, in, in, in almost a year that he's worked there that he's called in. He goes from school straight to work. He's walked to work in snow. He's walked to work in rain just to make sure that he gets there. So we're not talking about somebody who slacks off. We're not talking about somebody who just doesn't feel like working. Like I said, I may sound biased because he's my son, but you could ask anybody else that he works with. And that's what that's, that's where the issue is, is because she is the only one who seems to have this problem with him. Every other manager, every other employee has no issue with him. They'll, they'll, he's the first one they call if they need somebody. And she left the store very much in dire straits because she felt, because she felt that I don't know if he embarrassed her or if like she just like I said, or she has an issue with my son that she doesn't want to say because I can't, I couldn't, she didn't tell me what issue she has. She just told me that, oh, she sees where she get where he gets his insubordinate attitude from because I'm, I'm ghetto. You guys, this has to stop. This has to stop. There is no reason 
why any type of conversation should ever turn into, I'm calling the police to tell them you threatened me and there's no threat being made. You know, I had one person tell me, well, why didn't you just let her so she could get a, you know, she could get a false report filed on her because that's not my job. My job is to take care of my son, take care of my children. My child had an issue. I tried to address the issue. She did not want to be addressed. She wanted to act like she was crazy. So I let her act like she was crazy and I left the situation to take care of my son. I went, I let the managers know what was going on. I let, you know, and he's letting the other managers know what's going on. So as far as I'm concerned, it's been taken care of. If it's not taken care of to our satisfaction, we will contact the corporate office at that point. But this should not be an option. Calling 911 because you can't explain yourself is not an option. Calling 911 because somebody is walking in a park is not an option. Call, having the, the police called on you, actually not even the police called on you, uh, the police just walking up to you because you're walking around your house. That shouldn't be an option. So I don't even know what I would call this. I guess it would be called being a mother while black. But there's no viral video. There's no, you know, there's not going to be any national outrage for what happened. That's not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to take, I'm going to go through things subtly. Um, like I said, I'm not mentioning the place. I'm not mentioning any names other than my son, but I've mentioned my son's name before on other platforms. So it's not that big of a deal. I'm not mentioning the place. I'm not mentioning the names of any of the managers or anything like that, because I'm going through this by the book because I want her job because I want her to realize that that is not tolerated because you're not going to be racist and threaten to call 911 in a non-emergency situation and lie to them and say you're being threatened. You're not going to have two underage black males working for free and not allowing them to clock in. You're not doing it. It's not happening. Not on my watch. So that's 24 minutes of your time that I've taken up on a serious topic on the Purple Haired Podcast. But we'll be back to our fun-loving ways. I, I just really wanted to address this because a lot of people don't think that this happens because they don't know of it happening to anybody. They only see it on videos. Well, if you know me, it happened. So I will see you guys on the next podcast. Um, if you want to, like I said, look for me on Facebook. 
uh, you can look for me, uh, facebook.com slash lisa.holder, L-Y-S-S-A dot H-O-L-D-E-R. You can find me on Instagram uh, under L-Y-S-S-A 6962. Find me. Send me a message. Let me know of any um, topics you would like to hear on the podcast. Other than that, I will see you on the next episode. And hopefully it'll be a little bit more light, light and fun. Maybe we'll talk about dogs. I have a lot of those and I love them. So guys, until then, Purple Haired Mom out.